Welcome to the Disability Equality Podcast from the ACT Center for Disability Leadership. I'm Director Mary Kay Kennedy, and today we're going to be talking about the Disney movie, Beauty and the Beast. Host DJ Fisher and Cynthia Gales will interview ACT book club members, Mary Fenske, Brian Haring, and Tasha Fay about what we can learn from Beauty and the Beast. Enjoy the listen. Well, welcome everybody to our podcast again. I'd like to thank Brian for coming back on the podcast because we've had him for a previous episode. Um, and we'd like to welcome Tasha and uh, Mary into this for the first time. Good to be here. Thank you. Okay, well, Mary, Tasha, and Brian, can you introduce yourselves? And tell the listeners a little bit about being a movie lover. So my name is Tasha. I love to watch movies in my free time, especially if it's Disney. I love to pull up on a good Disney movie. Someone suggested one. I love to like down and enjoy it. I'm Brian, and I also love movies, especially Disney. What I like about the Disney movies is the animation and even the special effects. And my name is Mary, and... I can't say that before this group, I love Disney movies. I, I love a good story. I love what stories are all about and how maybe they're part of our lives. But uh, being in this group has really given me appreciation of how Disney puts its movies together. Can you tell us how the uh, movie club started? Sure. Uh, Cynthia, we were part of a group at the Olmsted Academy, and we were planning on ways to get together with friends, uh, other people in the community, and we were going to do things for fun. And then we were talking about this kind of in February of last year, and then March happened and the world kind of uh, all closed down. And as you notice, Tasha and Brian love Disney movies, and we decided to do something right around those movies. We knew we could see our movies in our home, and we all got introduced to Zoom and how we could connect. And so that's what started things off. I'd like to pick one particular movie to discuss because I know you guys recently watched Beauty and the Beast and kind of pick apart that a little bit if that's all right with you guys. Yeah, soy fine. That's okay with me. <laughs> so can you kind of give a brief storyline in case anybody hasn't seen the movie? A summary in your own words of it? Yeah, I would say about the goal of finding love but not knowing it yet. And who lives in like just a little town that, that has not many people. And it's just kind of a magical movie of love and acceptance and just kind of all around just a great movie. That's how I would explain it. Brian, I think yeah. it means to, uh, what the story means to me is don't judge a person by its looks because someday it might come back at you, like backfire on you for doing it. Mary, do you have anything to add to that? Well, this movie really has a lot to think about where often you have kind of a princess, a main character who 
things happen to, in this case, Belle sort of made some things happen for herself. Belle is, is Belle and the Beast are the main characters in the movie. And she is really a strong person who gives of herself so that her father doesn't have to be imprisoned, uh, makes things happen for herself. She's a very strong character. She also was a book buff. <laughs> mm. I just want to know, why do people judge people on their appearance? I mean, that's really not really good at all. My know? thing is, maybe they're scared to introduce themselves. Or they don't know maybe how to ask a specific question or how to even mm-hmm. say, hey, hi, what's your name? Or just mm-hmm. small talk. I think you shouldn't judge a person by their looks because they don't know. They're afraid of what they don't know. Absolutely. That's good. That right on the nose. If they think it's easier to judge them without giving them a chance which in the long run is not very fair. Right, because in the movie, she was beautiful and he he didn't look all that good, but they had this kind of love for each other, you know? And it wasn't based on how to her, in her heart, he looked just as good as anyone else. But to someone that would just look at him, he would look like a monster, you know? And really, the one that was looked handsome was actually very controlling. Can't, can't judge a book by its cover. And well, and well, another one of the themes in the movie was love. It was a true love for them. And that, I think that was great. I was going to hit on that topic myself was that you had the not judging the book by its cover, but finding true love. And what does true love look like? Exactly. So mm-hmm. what did you guys think about both those playing out in that storyline? I think Belle just needed to to learn to love and trust that he won't harm her. And he just needed to learn to control his temper. And that would have made it easier for them to love each other. Yes, it would have. Tasha, do you have any thoughts on that? Yeah, I do. I would say I feel like she had time needed some time to really like think, okay, he's not as bad as people say he is. He's kind of nice. But I know towards the beginning, she wasn't sure about that. I would say she judged before she got to know. Once she did, I think she felt like he was nice. He was kind. He was kind of like the song tells almost what he is. He's kind. He was. He had more to it than just a guy with a lot of folk. <laughs> <laughs> so I kind of agree with what Brian was saying on that. I kind of do. I, I saw it because I, I, I watched it in preparing for this. I watched it again, um, and my whole takeaway was that once she let her guard down, she was more willing to learn about him and find out about him and kind of found out the connections that they had were common because if you also watch the movie, in the movie, he opens up the library in the castle too. So what do you guys think of that? aspect of getting to know them yeah the, I would just happen to agree on that actually I know for me it's hard to let my guard down like anyone mm. who is anyone who talks to me I'm like I'm totally shy I'm not I don't talk to anyone but as soon as you get to know me as soon as I get to know you I'm pretty chatty I'm yes. pretty chatty <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> I feel like same thing kind of went with Belle I feel like she's quiet but she's very she's kind of like shy but timid but also very like once I get to know you I'm kind of like I'll be your friend that's that's something that's something like you Tasha 
When I first <laughs> met you, you was quiet, didn't really say anything until <laughs> we got to know you. Then you opened up. Yes. Yeah, I remember. I'll always remember the first day I met you, Tasha. I said, does anybody else like Disney like I do? And that's when we had that connection in Olmstead. We started off that so quick after that. It was so fun. Yeah, but I, I, you know, that was a really good movie y'all picked. But I want to know, I should have asked this in the beginning, how did the uh, movie club start? Well, it, it started because we knew it was something we could do in our homes. And then when we could get together over Zoom to talk about it, you know, we, uh, when everything kind of changed here in the country, uh, we couldn't get together to do things, to, you know, uh, do an activity of some sort, to meet new people. And that has been a, a real thing here. Uh, we've met new people. We've invited new people in. We have some really good members. We found a whole lot of people who enjoy watching movies and especially enjoy Disney movies. I would say without the shutdown, I think we wouldn't have known this many people like Disney. So it's almost like it gave us something, like new friends. It gave us more of a chance to talk to people that maybe we wouldn't necessarily reach out to and say, hey, do you like Disney? Do you want to hang out? Do you... It brought us closer to movies. Yeah, it really did. <laughs> Even movies so, we haven't seen before, but maybe they have, and maybe we're like, huh. Or ones we've seen we didn't even remember until we saw it again. <laughs> so yeah. how do y'all go about picking the movies? Y'all just get a group and y'all just discuss different movies? How do y'all go about picking them? The so that's movies? pretty much what we do mostly, but sometimes we're like, Maybe we have a suggestion. We have a big list. We keep adding to it, which is kind of funny after a while because we keep adding to it instead of like getting off that list because <laughs> we like it so much. Like we like maybe vote between maybe a movie that I've seen or maybe Brian have seen or someone else in the, within the group maybe have seen. And we're like, okay, either we pick two movies that day or we maybe go with one if it's kind of a busy week. So I uh, pulled up a list of some of the movies you guys have watched and kind of rated them. And uh, The Lion King was a uh, 4.8 rating for you guys. How did you guys set the rating standards and what is it out of? Is it out of 5, 10, what? Yeah, it's, it's out of 5. You know, and people just say what they think, uh, put up fingers in the Zoom screen and that's how we get to our rating. However, for the most part, we really like the movies. I don't know that we've had any clunkers, have we? The only <laughs> one that was low was Toy Story, and you gave it a 2.7. Oh, that's right. Yeah, and I think it's because while we've seen Toy Story 1, everybody seemed to like Toy Story 2 better. I, you know, we haven't seen that yet. Well, I actually like one better. Oh. <laughs> and you see, that's how it goes. <laughs> that's so, my opinion. So on your list, you did not rate Beauty and the Beast. So I would like to rate Beauty and the Beast off your rating system, if we could. Sure. So, um, and because this is an audio, we're going to have to say our numbers. Okay. If everybody's seen the movie, hmm. let's uh, let's rate it and give it an average so we can figure out where it would mark. For me, a five out of five. I like really liked it. Yeah, for me, I'll say a five. Also, it was really good. I'll say a five. I'd see it again. I think it's funny. I think it's fun. So yeah, definitely a five. I I'd say a five. Also, it's kind of like a timely classic. Mm -hmm. 
So I'm hearing a lot of fives. For me, it ran a little slow, but I'm more into action movies. So I'd give it a four and a half. That's real. That's real. Because it still had its action points, but it kind of drug out a little too long to get to those points. Yeah, well, well it, was, it, was, it was an excellent movie. And, and, and I know, well, we all liked it, but Brian uh, and Mary and Tasha, well, I know you would recommend the movie, but mm-hmm. could you tell the listeners why each and every one of y'all would recommend the movie? I would, rec- Go ahead. I would recommend it for anyone who likes a little bit of comedy with a little bit of like hopeful feelings. Okay. Because I feel like it has a lot of feelings, but it has a lot of like, what's going to happen next? I wonder what's going to happen. Is she going to find them? Is she not? Is she going to find them? <laughs> what if along the whole movie? Yeah. It's not, yeah, I would recommend for that reason. I recommend it because if, especially to people that like independence more. Because it is about a woman who likes her independence, but still looking for love, but still kind of thinking about herself and taking care of herself and her own needs too. And I recommended, you know, we're talking about love uh, with uh, between the two main characters, but I think there's a lot of love between Belle and her father. And I think also, Belle had a real strong sense of, of herself and what what was important to her. And, you know, I think it's important that we love ourselves also. I, I just really, it's one of the movies uh, that has really stuck, stuck with me. So, so would you agree with me if I asked you, do you think uh, love is what makes the world go round? This is just one of my questions. Oh, yes, it does. I 100% agree. Yeah. yeah. I would have to. If you don't love what you're doing and who you are, then you won't have much to look forward to. I I would have to agree with that, Tasha, because, you know, you, you love something or someone and that drives you to, if it's someone you're willing to change or kind of compromise on your beliefs. But it well, all starts out with loving yourself. Yes. Absolutely. That's and great. That's so, why I like the song, The Greatest Love of All from Whitney Houston. One of my favorites. <laughs> yeah. So we like we like to ask a question. If you had $1,000, what would you do with it? You can do anything with it. So, um, Brian, we've asked you that question. I'm going to direct it more into a movie role. Like, if you could make a movie end on yours because you've had this question before so you yours is more directed towards you can create any movie you want but the other two you get a million dollars what are you going to do with okay i would say i would donate some of it to any of the organizations i'm a part of i would say and the other half i would probably keep and kind of hopefully do something with it so i would do both okay well if i had a, a great big a uh, bunch of money like that. I think I would. I think I'd. I'd bring as many people as possible into the Olmstead Academy experience. Coming together like that just changes people's lives. When we spend several days together talking about rights and talking about leadership and friendship and how we can make a difference together. That's what I would do. Sounds good. All right, so Brian, I gave you a little time to think about what movie you would create because 
I'm gearing it back towards the movie club. What movie would you bring us? I probably would bring you, probably make up a movie on bullying. People get bullied by kids in school, but nobody really talks about what it's like to be bullied by authority. So I would do more of authority bully movie, like bullying by staff or a manager of, of us, of a group home or something like that. That sounds like an interesting movie in that. Maybe with your money, you could do that <laughs> because that would be a great investment into things. Yeah, that would be. But uh, marriage, because so the uh, movie club, is, it sounds like it's a great club. And could you tell the listeners if they was interested in trying to join or find out a little bit more about it, how could they go about doing that? Well, I think I would, first of all, uh, reach out to Advocating Change Together that's putting on this podcast. And Patrick and Mary Kay there at uh, Advocating Change Together will uh, get in touch with us. Um, you know, it, uh, people need would want to have access to Disney movies. And right now there's a, a whole channel, Disney Plus, that mm-hmm. uh, makes that available. And then want to you know, they enjoy the movies and they want to get together with other people and talk about them. Absolutely. Get get in touch with Advocating Change together and uh, we'd love to see you. Wonderful. I'd also recommend people to go to Olmstead that haven't mm-hmm. been there. Yeah. Well, thank you guys for sharing about your movie club. Um, yeah, and I thank hope, you. I hope yeah, yeah, we can get you. together and talk more movies because there's a lot of great movies out there. Maybe we can Definitely. do Cinderella. Quick. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I'll do this again with you guys. For sure. Okay, y'all have a great day. You too. Bye-bye. Yeah. Bye. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That, that was fun. Join us for the next Disability Equality Podcast. To bring self-advocacy programs to your group, check out the Disability Equality Training Series and other ACT Center programs at selfadvocacy.com. Thank you for listening.